Flightless Bird is brought to you by BetterHelp. This holiday season, do something for a special person in your life. You. Give yourself a gift to raise your spirits and not just for the day. Because the holidays can be a really tough time. Between managing family dynamics, racing from thing to thing, and braving the cold and dark weather, it's normal to feel down. Having someone to talk to about how you're feeling and what you can do about it is truly a gift. I'm having a hard time adjusting to daylight savings. I'm depressed. Yeah, I know. When it's dark <laughs> at about 5.30, honestly, the weather affects everything. I know. I would be dead if it wasn't for my therapist who I could complain to about my silly yeah. sadnesses. I just watch Stats on Netflix, best. which you've watched as well, and it's really good. If you're skeptical about therapy at all, if you watch Stats, it'll kind of invite you into how helpful it can be. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service. It's matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists, 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. And if things aren't clicking for you, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime you want. Couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com bird. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bird. Hi, I'm David Farrier, a New Zealander who accidentally got stuck in America, and I want to find out what makes this country tick. Now, one thing I love to do is use my ears, because there are so many good things to listen to. Back in New Zealand, I'd enjoy listening to the beautiful call of the Tui bird. Or the gentle braise of a nearby flock of sheep. Here in America, I'm getting used to different noises. The soothing cooing of a crow. And because I'm in LA, the gentle hum of traffic. But there's one sound that really cuts through every other sound. And it comes without warning. It's the leaf blower. And from what I can tell, Americans love to show their patriotism by blowing leaves from one place to another place. But all that leaf blowing comes at a cost. A typical gas-powered leaf blower throws out more pollutants than a 6,000 pound 2011 Ford Raptor. I wanted to find out what America has against leaves. I wanted to know why they need to be blown around all the time. I mean, it's like vacuuming the house, but instead of sucking everything up, you just blow all the dust into another room. It doesn't make any sense to my simple Kiwi mind. So, Get ready to gas up that tank so you can make your yard the cleanest, tidiest yard in town. Because this is the Leaf Blowers episode. Flightless. Flightless. Flightless bird touchdown in America. I'm a flightless bird touchdown in America. When I walked in today... I walked through the yard towards the attic mm-hmm. and two leaf blowers <gasps> around me blowing. Wow. Were you in a tornado? I was in a tornado. Wow. It was actually a very triggering in a good and bad way. That was a bad trigger. Why? The good trigger was there's some major excavations going on around here. Yes. And I love tunnels. And I got excited seeing all the dirt and digging being done. Yeah, we're going to see you just pop up out of the ground one day. That's my dream. What did it trigger badly? Well, I'm not alone. I know other people have a problem as well. Mm. 
but it's so loud and so stressful. Yeah. What do you feel when you hear a leaf blower? Because there are a lot of them around this part of certainly Los Angeles. There are. I walked by a couple leaf blowing mm. incidents mm. on my walk and I could give a shit. I just don't care at all. You don't care at all. And I actually feel loved a lot by the people who are leaf blowing mm. often because they notice me and then stop or that's, turn their blower away because they're trying to protect my heart. That's really polite that yeah. they stop. And no, I've, to be clear, I've got nothing against the leaf blowing. You, there's a lot of them in America that are employed to leaf blow. Yes. And we get into this in the documentary. Okay. I don't have beef with them. Yeah. And they're beautiful. They, they're turning the leaf blower off. They I sense know. you coming. They turn away. I give them a little chin up. Oh, you smell at them. That, I don't. <laughs> no, it's a chin up. Oh, You're it, like. You did a smell. What did a do you do? How do you communicate with someone when you can't? audibly communicate in a like car to car if you're driving and you lock eyes with a driver and they've done something nice oh i do a little wave you do a wave yeah in new zealand we do the raised chin briefly that's kind of a male thing i think that's how it men just, communicate okay, this is <laughs> interesting because it doesn't look natural oh sort of the head jerk can you stand up and do it yeah, it goes because it maybe it just looks confusing because so you're walking sitting along to leaf bar and i'll go they'll, t they'll turn the leaf bar away and i'll go Oh, wow. Yeah, it seems... <laughs> it does seems, seem funny when you do it right there. <laughs> it seems extreme. No, you've got no context. You can't just be doing it to nothing. That's why it's weird. But that's what I would do to a leaf blower when they turn away from me. Okay. You're waving. I wave or I smile. Okay, that's nice. Because normally I have a frown on. And then if I like the person, then they get a nice smile from me. This might be a West Coast thing, but I get really frustrated driving and taking driving lessons because I'm going to get my license. But if I do something nice to another car, I let them in. Yeah. There's no wave and no hello yeah. at all. There's nothing and it's blank. And that makes me so furious. It is annoying. I don't like okay. that either. I, in the South, we do a lot of waves and smiles. Yeah, that's great. Southern yeah. hospitality. The whole thing about leaf blowers, I've got no beef with the people that are employed to do it. That's fine. Yeah. What I do have beef with is the private individual mm. who has the leaf blower because they're too lazy to rake. Oh, wow. What a statement. Ooh. It's not lazy. It's, it's efficient. Yeah, I have a leaf blower for my backyard. Okay, so... Do you put your leaves, when you're blowing them somewhere, do you gather them and put them in a compost bin? Or are they just well, floating out for someone I'm, else to come up and leaf blow somewhere else and it goes on forever? So mine's not for leaves. It's for, like, dead parts of the tree on our back patio. Okay. So I'm just blowing it into the, like, dirt to clean up but if, the patio area. And I might be wrong on this, but in New Zealand, when leaves come off a tree, they just decompose naturally. It's like nature does it. And that nature has a, a natural leaf blower called the wind. Yeah. And we use that. Wind is just moving it also into another place. Yeah, but it's not creating extra pollutants and noise. Because the noise, I mean, even making this podcast each week, I record for the documentaries, yeah. I record these little voiceovers in my little apartment. Yeah. I don't have soundproofing. I'm surrounded by windows. The number of times I've been disrupted, mid-flow, my voice is sounding great. You know, I'm not coughing or spluttering. It's all sounding up. Enunciations through the roof. Wow. I'm feeling Congrats. positive. You're very confident. And then the leaf blower begins and wow. I go, fuck, and it's have to start again. Well, this is, a, I mean, a ding, ding, ding for the life we're living right now because there's lots of noise happening here, lots of construction noise. If there is. If you hear it, that's what's going on. But you don't seem to care about that. No, it's rare. 
the problem with the leaf blower is it's a constant soundtrack to living in America. Yeah. I think because you've been here so long, you've all become immune to it. Hmm. I'm noticing it all the time. The pneumatic drill, you only hear that occasionally, and it's kind of a thrill. You're oh. like, wow, what a weapon <laughs> well, that is. About. And it sounds like you think there's no value to blowing leaves. Yeah, and there's no, that's my main point. There's no value to it at all. Well, yes, because slipping. You're slipping on leaves over here. It's like a bit, it's not a banana peel. It is. Sometimes it rains, mm. rarely, but mm. still. And then they get stuck on the ground and then you can slip and die. How many okay, people have died? Sense. Rob, look up how many people have died based on, on leaves. leaves. I actually had a bit of a dinner disaster or a near disaster recently. I went to meet with some New Zealand friends okay. and there was a friend I hadn't seen there in a oh while. But I don't know her well enough just to sort of get stuck in straight away. I sat down. Mm. I was late. They were mid-conversation, and she had just uttered the sentence. I'm not lying. I love leaf blowers. My parents are visiting from New Zealand. They love them so much. I've given them one, and they've taken it back to New Zealand. Oh, my God. And this was a couple of days ago, right? So this was fresh in my mind, this whole episode. And I just launched into a tirade that I thought was funny, but she took as an attack. <laughs> of on all her, course. her mother, oh, her no. uh, in, concern for the environment. It went bad. Oh, so she Monica. thinks it's good for the environment. Look, I don't want to speak for her. <laughs> Hadn't thought about it or had got an electric one, which is much, much better okay. for the environment. Oh, I see. She took it as you were saying you don't care about the environment. You don't care about your no. mom. You hate the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she took it as oh, that fuck. attack on her very core of her being. David, and it went south real quick. I think you might owe her an apology. I sent a message Why? saying, nice to see you afterwards. <laughs> that might come off as sarcastic. It was nice to see her. It was. All my social cues are off. I thought it was a funny thing to talk about. Sure. It wasn't funny for her. Do you think maybe because of your face blindness mm -hmm. that your ears are hypersensitive oh. and you're hearing the leaf blower in a way that maybe the rest of us aren't? I think that's a great theory. Yeah. There was a show I was obsessed with, an American show, uh -huh. called The Sentinel. It was big in New Zealand. Okay. And The Sentinel, he got lost in the jungle. And because there were no other sounds around, I, I might be telling this wrong, all his senses <clears throat> got heightened. Yes, that So when happens. he came back to the city, he was like whoo, whoo, a superhero. No. He could hear everything. He could see everything. Yeah. Feel that's everything. That's what happens. That's real. That's science. If you are blind, yeah. Yeah. your other senses are often heightened. And I am but blind. Face You're blind. face blind, and I saw it in action on this weekend. Yeah, so this it was really something. Yeah, Can I explain, tell? Explain the scenario secret. from your point of view. Okay, so David was meeting me. I was with two friends, and you were meeting us. And we meet at this place we go to a lot. And I normally have a seat I'm sitting in. You're always in the corner. Yes, Monica's I'm... corner. I call it. He's <laughs> in the corner, and other people were sitting there that day. It was horrible. So. We had to sit somewhere else, and I do have a regret. I didn't even think about the fact that I should have warned you, and you I, I'm sorry. I apologize. But I was sitting there and chit-chatting, and all of a sudden, I see you come in, and you're in a cat jacket, so you're very hard to miss. You were kind of beelining towards the corner. Mm. Uh, I want to just quickly clarify. It was a jacket with prints of cats on. It wasn't like a cat jacket made of cats cat, or cat, cat fur. fur. just want to <laughs> clarify. I, okay, it's good you clarified. Yeah, I was making a beeline for our spot. Yeah, you were smiling and you kind of had this smile like kind of plastered on your face <laughs> because <laughs> you clearly didn't, you were getting anxious mm -hmm. and... And then you just took a hard left turn for the bar and you just sat, plopped yourself down there. I was like Tom Cruise in a fighter jet. 
evading really was. A, a foreign pilot who was about to attack. <laughs> the problem was I knew you were there with a friend, right? Yeah. The couple in the corner sitting there, I got close. I know enough of you when I get close, I can, there's more data. I knew it wasn't you, but by then I'd been grinning at this person. That's when you saw me make the evasive left to the bar. And I was sitting down to regroup because my plan was to sit at the bar and then pivot gently and see who else was in that bar. And that's when you saved me. Holy Horrific. Wow. What would have been very funny if I'd sat down and started talking <laughs> and then realized, because that would have been More truly like... horrific. Because then she would have, when you came up to bail me out of the situation, then she would, oh, this oh just. Oh, my God. Oh my. Well, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So wow. there's a double face bind going on. Yeah. The woman who I insulted about leaf blowers, uh-huh. she was sitting outside Kismet, which is on the walk to meeting you. Yes. I blanked her. Really? She told me that at dinner after I berated her about the leaf blower. She oh, said, fuck. you didn't recognize me. And so I just had a whole conversation with her about my disability. Back-to-back blindness. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, my God. I mean, I want to feel compassion right now, but I am I wish none of this was happening to Yeah, same. <laughs> this is a shameless plug. I write a newsletter called Webworm. If you go to <laughs> webworm.co, I it's have great. a whole essay about my facial blindness, yeah. if it doesn't make sense to you. Leaf blowers, I made a documentary about them okay, because it's not just me that has a problem. Mm. This is my journey. I've been documenting leaf blowers for a while now. Wednesday morning, here we go. This will go for like another half hour at least. This leaf blower was across the street from where I live, but it still cut through my windows and walls. A verbal assault to an otherwise quiet one-bedroom apartment. And they're just moving leaves from one part of the pavement to another. Ugh. Another day, another leaf blower. Leaf blowers. There's two of them going out there. Two of them. Too, too many. On some days, it interrupts my work. I go to record a voiceover, like the one you're listening to right now, and someone turns on a leaf blower. This puts me under tremendous pressure and stress, because if I don't make this show each week, I'm pretty sure Dax will revoke my visa and I'll become an illegal flightless bird. I was in the middle of recording a voiceover for flightless bird, and yeah, this happens. They're surrounding me right now. Sometimes they just idle, which I see as a direct threat from the leaf blower. It's saying, don't you dare sit down and get any work done, or I'll fuck you up. even by the window anymore. I'm sitting at my desk trying to work. Between the ghost that wakes me up at 3am and this constant leaf blowing, something has to change. Or at least I had to try and understand why this was happening, the reason for this torture. See, back in New Zealand, we have a natural leaf blower which we call the wind. It doesn't require gas and it's pretty quiet. If that doesn't work, we get out something we call a rake. 
So my name is Benjamin Cassidy. I'm a senior editor at Seattle Met Magazine at Seattle, Washington. I'm talking to Benjamin because he recently wrote a passionate plea about the use of gas-guzzling leaf blowers. Living in this city around so many landscaping crews that are coming through on city streets and blowing the sidewalks where seemingly there are no leaves to be found and I've wondered why that is, and it seems like many people in the city are wondering the same thing. This is a whole other issue. People blowing leaves where there aren't any leaves. I watched a TikTok the other day of a man on an apartment rooftop who had a leaf blower, and he was just wandering around blowing nothing. Absolutely nothing. He was using air to blow air. It's deranged behavior. Lock him up. Have you gotten to the bottom of why this is happening in a city where you're not dealing with leaves? What are they blowing? Dust? Bits of dirt? Dog shit? What are they up to? (laughs) The explanation you hear from some folks is, well, on certain streets there are some leaves and you need to be able to clear those sidewalks for folks who might have a hard time getting around the city. But at the same time, there are, in Seattle, the resolution that was passed to phase out gas-powered leaf blowers, there are still electric leaf blowers that could be used, or rakes, brooms, etc., to clear a sidewalk. So not against clearing the sidewalks of anything, I'm just against using this device that has negative health and environmental effects. That's why Seattle has passed the resolution to phase them out. They're not only annoying to your ears, they're unhealthy. A study from back in 2011 found that hydrocarbon emissions from 30 minutes of leaf blowing with a gas-powered leaf blower are roughly the same as a 4,000-mile drive from Texas to Alaska. That's because the two-stroke engines found in most gas-powered leaf blowers are not great. They combine oil and gas in a single chamber, which gives it grunt and keeps it light enough to carry. But according to a piece in the New York Times, up to a third of the gas is spewed into the air, evaporated poison. Two-stroke engines dish out chemicals, and they whip up dust. Dust that's full of pollen, mold, old dried dog shit, and chemicals from pesticides. Ultimately, this means more risk of things like lung cancer, asthma, and heart disease developing when you suck this stuff into your body. And has that law actually come into effect as far as not being able to use the gas leaf blowers? Has that come into effect yet? No, no. First of all, it's a resolution. So it does not have the force of law. Resolutions are kind of interesting at the city council level because it's in some ways a statement of what our policy is, but not actually an enforceable policy. Useless. No, to be fair, it's a positive step, but a long step, a five-year deadline to phase them out. California is actually set to become the first state to ban gas-powered lawn equipment, but you'd hardly know anything listening to the cacophony of leaf blowers outside my window. California's governor, Gavin Newsom, signed a bill that said all small off-road engines need to be zero emission by 2024. He's thrown $30 million towards making that happen, which is great, but it's still two more years of me slowly going insane. California is following in the footsteps of around 100 American cities and towns that have also banned gas-powered leaf blowers. It's good news for people who make electric leaf blowers. It's their time to shine. One brand says while they used to ship 9 million units back in 2015, by 2020 it was 16 million. A leap of 75% in five years. Not bad. 
Stay tuned for more Flightless Bird. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Flightless Bird is brought to you by Helix Sleep. I got my Helix Sleep mattress about a year ago now, and apart from the ghost that's still waking me up at 3 a.m., I get a really, really, really good sleep. It's the best mattress I've ever had. I don't know if that's because New Zealand mattresses are rubbish, but this one is particularly good. It is a really good mattress. I have a friend who said she needs a new mattress, and Mm. I think I'm going to send her one. Although it's a little tricky because I need her to take the quiz. Yeah, you got to take the quiz. It figures out what kind of a sleeper you are and how soft or hard the mattress needs to be because that's everything. I didn't realize that the softness or the hardness of it meant so much. Yeah. It's everything. It makes a huge difference. They have 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models. You know I love luxury models. A mattress for big and tall sleepers. That's That's you. And even a mattress made just for kids. That's me. That's you. (laughs) Because everyone's unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and sleep preferences. I took the quiz. I was matched with a hard model of a bed. I start on my back and then the whole night's on the side. I wake up on my belly. That's weird. This bed does it all for me. You move around. It's a no-brainer because you can just test it out. They have a 100-night risk-free trial, so you can just order it and see how you like it. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com bird. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Flightless Bird is brought to you by Aura Frames. I had five Aura frames. I now have zero Aura <gasps> frames because yeah, I load them up with photos and give them to people. And it can also, it can be either a really earnest gift where you give really beautiful photos to someone or you can just fill it up with really funny photos oh, that will like true. shock them. That's fun. Frames are just such a good gift standard. It's going to work every time. Everyone's going to be happy. You don't have to get all that creative. And this one's special because you can do multiple pictures in it. Yeah, it's easy to set up. It takes about two minutes using the Aura app. You simply connect your Aura frame to Wi-Fi, use the app to add unlimited pictures and videos from anywhere in the world onto the frame. And the app's free, which is great. Yeah. So you can load this photo frame up with digital photos. It doesn't look like a digital frame. It just looks like a normal photo. It's a real trip. But then suddenly it switches to another photo. That's cool. And that's the magic. Listeners can save on the perfect gift this holiday season and get up to $30 off Aura's best-selling frames. Just go to AuraFrames.com slash bird. That's A-U-R-A frames.com slash bird. These frames have been selling out every December, so get yours now before they're all gone. Terms and conditions apply. What is it about America that just likes to get rid of leaves, do you think? I don't know, because in some ways, America is also obsessed with the concept of fall, right? Pumpkin spice latte and this whole environment. So yeah, that is sort of a tough thing to balance. I would say it's keeping up with your neighbor, whether it's real or imagined competition. I think of that scene in The Truman Show, the perfect fake American town, all those perfect lawns. It's enough to drive you to the edge of your sanity. Truman! Truman, I think I'm going to throw up! Me too! I just think it's funny that, like many things, it's all or nothing. It's like, well, if we don't have the gas-powered leaf blowers, then how are we going to ever clear leaves? Which doesn't seem like it speaks well to our ability to innovate, which we love to celebrate and beat our chests about in this country. Obviously, in the grand scheme of things, this isn't the biggest environmental or health negative effects for us to tackle. But it does seem like a little thing that we can change. These little annoyances that you would think we would have a solution to by now. So, 
Benjamin Cassidy, I have an ally. Laughed my way through that whole doc. <laughs> I want to know your emotional responses to that. You, while that was rolling, you sort of put another outfit on, you put a sweater on, you're sort of getting changed <laughs> while it was happening. You looked annoyed. You sort of looked at me with disgust at one point. I was listening to myself and thinking, I sound like a bit of a pretentious idiot. Okay. Which I wasn't happy with. You didn't sound like an idiot, but yeah, you sound... Entitled, like, get thou off my lawn. Yeah, because you even said lock them up. That's a Lock them very... up, throw away the key. That's a very yeah. conservative I phrase. I would free a lot of people that are incarcerated to incarcerate <laughs> private citizens that are leaf blowing. Listen, here's a mm. bone I will throw you. Okay, throw but me a bone. It was incredibly loud. It was shocking. I thought you were lo- like, you went outside and put it right up against, and put your mic right up against it, but mm-hmm. it was really loud and that would drive me nuts too if I was trying to work. Uh-oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Speaking of sounds. There's some sounds coming from below the attic. What's that? Is He's that- going to put on music. It's going to be so loud. We have to tell him. Is that Dax going into the gym? Yeah. Oh, look, it's an episode of noise. Maybe <laughs> I mean, it's appropriate. It is. Because it is like our environment is full of noises and how are we meant to sort of all get on with each other if we're all making noise? Um, that's kind of lovely. Yeah. But also the gas stuff is crazy. Mm. That sucks. I didn't know that. Electric, yay. All the way. I'm super happy for electric. I think we should just adopt that. But let's definitely not get rid of the leap blower. Let's definitely not go to brooms and rakes. It's unrealistic. You horrified yeah. at the mention of brooms <laughs> and rakes. I'm like, what are you living in? Like 1910 when mm, like the old the grandma. Amish, the Amish <laughs> works for the Amish. Exactly. They love it. They're all about it. We are never going back. We're only yep. moving forward. Hmm. So you're going to have to accept it and just take yep. on the electric leaf blower as your cause. Also, it's not Ca- getting rid of leaves. It's just making a path. Well, it's you- not throwing them in the garbage. Well, maybe well, sometimes if mm. there's too many, but it's like just making a path. Through all the leaves. That's what I don't <laughs> understand. I come from a place where there are so many trees. Yeah. We've all seen Lord of the Rings. It's like that. Trees everywhere. Oh, I've never seen it. But. So, oh, it's, don't bother. Oh, I can't <laughs> say that. I'll get murdered by New Zealand. Great film. Great series. <laughs> we have trees. We have leaves. But for some reason, and I genuinely still don't know why, we're not blowing them. But we're okay. Yeah. But maybe we are slipping over on them and I just haven't noticed. Maybe I'm so used to that lifestyle of slipping everywhere I walk. I think you are. Or in New Zealand, they're brooming and raking and wasting an hour of their day. In America, we are about innovation, mm-hmm. fast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. efficiency. Mm-hmm. And the leaf blower ticks off all, all of those, those things. things. And ruining the environment. <laughs> well, one other thing I found out is that the lunar moth. What a name. It loves leaves. Ew. It lives in leaves. Ew. No, it's, no, it's a beautiful moth. A moth is like a butterfly. They're beautiful. I rescued a moth the other day. It was on the path. I shifted it oh, off. Oh, I saw that story. I thought that was sweet. That was a moth. My point is the lunar moth's population in America is plummeting. And a lot of that is to do, because it lives in, in leaf brush under trees, mm-hmm. it's being blown away. Imagine you're living in your home. Yeah. And you just get blown away by a lot of wind. Awful. The poor lunar moth. Think of the lunar moth. I think you need to maybe appeal to me in a little bit of a different way. Uh, The lunar moth is not the way in to my empathy. Mm, Okay. Yeah, a world without the lunar moth isn't, yeah. It's not bothering me so much. It's not going to make me lose sleep. I mean, look, I don't want a living thing to go extinct. No. Why aren't they evolved to be a little tougher to be able to stand <laughs> yeah. the wind, the blowing? There's, there's a podcast. It was Ricky Gervais's old podcast. His producer, Carl Pilkington, was on the show. And he had a segment, Carl, in the early days, Do We Need Him? 
and he would just go to a scientist with an animal he truly See? hated and say, like, do we need him? <gasps> like, if we got rid of, because he got stung by a jellyfish. So he's like, do we need him? Like, what is the exactly. jellyfish doing Oh, I love out this there? person and this podcast. Yeah, and obviously it's part of an ecosystem, but he kept pestering the scientists. Do we need him? And the scientists would always get perturbed because eventually they're like, yeah, why do you? They're like, we don't. No, we, <gasps> no, we don't. It's in the ecosystem, but it's a really hard thing to explain. This is also your fault. You bring up so many animals and you're forcing me to say mm. I could care less about the lunar moth. So do you think I'm evil? No, I don't think you're evil. Okay. I just think I get different. worried about this. You're not evil. I live in a bit of a just sort of a dreamland as well. I love animals. I love them too much. That's well, my problem. I'm too far the other way. I don't need to be shifting a moth off the sidewalk. It's psychotic. Well, no, that was nice. But I think you can do the moth, but you should also kill the snake for me. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. I sent you guys a video the other day of a bear attacking a hiker. And it was. And you felt bad for the bear. Well, no, I didn't. It actually was terrifying. Yeah, right? It's a terrifying a guy on a hike. He's, yes. cli he's climbing, so he's it's sort of precarious. He's sort of on a need. And a bear is just rushing him from below. And, like, keeps trying to jump oh, it's, up. He can't get to his bear spray, so he ends up oh. just screaming in a really yes. aggressive way, which works. He did a great job. But it was terrifying. Yeah. Like, that bear was really coming at him. I hope that makes you decide not to go on your bear trip that you're planning. It made me think twice, Okay, to be I honest. appreciate that. Okay, good. All right. Back into my journey into the evils of the leaf blower. Okay. I've been thinking about what I've learned so far, that America is phasing out gas-powered leaf blowers, but that for all of Seattle's posturing, it's still five years away from actually getting rid of the demon known as the gas-powered leaf blower. California's made a big song and dance about getting rid of them too, but not for another few years. I'll probably be dead by then. I'll have choked to death on the fumes of leaf blowers that surround my apartment. Ah, I needed to talk to someone in power. Someone in charge of all this mess. I tried President Biden. Okay, White House. The White House? Oh, hi, it's David Farrier speaking. I'm just wondering if there's a way to talk to President Joe Biden or to get a message to him. That's easy, sir. All you have to do is write him an email or a letter and request for a phone call at his convenience. Okay, and is it best, do you think, for email or a physical letter? What do you think has the best result? It doesn't matter because if with email, it's here instantaneously if you go to the White House website. Okay, great. No, I can do that. And look, quick question for you out of curiosity. Do you use leaf blowers around the White House to get rid of the leaves? Oh, I would not know anything about that, sir. That belongs to the grounds people. Okay, fair enough. Hey, look, I really appreciate your help. Thank you so much. I didn't rate my chances of getting a reply from the president, so I tried some senators and governors, but none of them wanted to talk to me. I worked my way down the list of power and eventually got to the most powerful person who had talked to me, village trustee Nicole Asquith. So I'm on my local village council. We call it the Board of Trustees. Nicole is on the village council of a town called Pleasantville. Pleasantville sounds like a made-up place, but I looked it up on Google Maps, and apparently it's real, found in upstate New York. I suppose like you, but in a different way. I have not always lived in a situation where leaf blowers were ubiquitous <laughs> the way that they are here. In fact, they are currently uh, playing part of the soundtrack <laughs> of our interview. I thought we were safe. 
The leaf blowers in my LA neighborhood were, for once, silent. But almost 3,000 miles away, in a town called Pleasantville, they're just fired up. There really is no escape. Nicole shuts the window, which makes very little difference. And I have found it to be overwhelming at times. But there's also has been a vocal contingent of our community that felt that there was too much of the leaf blowers for some time. But there was a, a significant up during the pandemic because, as you know, all of a sudden there were a lot more people working from home. This is exactly what Ben from Seattle Met Magazine had told me earlier. I've been spending, like so many people over the last couple of years, much more time in my apartment during work hours. And hearing how frequently these devices are being deployed has been shocking. In the part of the city that I'm in, I would not have expected that. Like the aliens and invasion of the body snatchers, leaf blowers had essentially been invading our lives for decades without us ever noticing. They're taking you over, cell for cell, atom for atom. Suddenly, while you're asleep, they'll absorb your minds, your memories. But being stuck at home all day, America finally woke up. Yeah, exactly. And so we had many, many more residents writing in and saying, what is it with the constant leaf blowers? This is too much. You know, you have to do something about it. I don't want any part of it. You're forgetting something, Miles. What's that? You have no choice. There had been attempts made over a number of years to legislate leaf blowers in some ways. And where I live in New York State, there's no state regulation at this point. But many municipalities near where I live had already passed some kind of regulation. And so it's a little bit of the scattershot approach. And to be honest, if everybody had the time and the energy to take care of their own lawns, it probably would not make as much of an impact because who has the time to be out all the time blowing the leaves around? Sorry, I'm so distracted right now. (laughs) It's so distracting. I mean, it has to do with the kind of noise that particularly gas-powered leaf blowers produce, right? They have this, like, low, um, uh, what do you call it? Nicole is so distracted by the leaf blower outside her window, she can't get her words out. So let me take over and voiceover because I have no leaf blowers to distract me right now. Two-stroke leaf blowers emit a sound that has a really, really low frequency. Up close, they pump out up to 100 decibels of low-frequency, brain-penetrating sound. As much as a plane taking off. Exactly. So what I was saying is that really the more egregious... (laughs) (laughs) contributors to the problem, and this is nothing against landscapers, but it's the landscape companies that show up sometimes with two, three, four backpack blowers at a time. And obviously that produces a lot more sound. But in the summertime, leaf blowers are used to blow off grass clippings. Companies come through and they mow the grass, and then people like to have the little bits of grass blown off. (laughs) That's one of the most deranged things I've ever heard in my life. Well, I mean, I hate to say it, but like you see some sort of ridiculous situations. You know, you see people blowing particulate matter from one property literally to another property or blowing into the street. I mean, part of the thing with leaf flowers is it's not whatever it is disappears. It's just going somewhere else. Stay tuned for more Flightless Bird. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Flightless Bird is brought to you by Rocket Money. 
Now, if you're like me, Monica, you've got a lot of subscriptions to a lot of things, and you unless you lose your credit card or someone steals it and you have to cancel it, you don't even realize what you're paying for. Oh, I have so many. <laughs> it's a nightmare. And the idea of Rocket Money is that it's an app you get, and it just goes through all your subscriptions and tells you what you might need and what you might not need. It basically shows you where all your money is flowing out to that you've forgotten about. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, because sometimes you buy a thing just to get like you know that free trial oh yeah and then you forget about it obviously they're banking on it it's an app that helps you track all of your expenses and because of it i no longer waste money on a whole bunch of subscriptions that i really don't need oh it's amazing and to cancel a subscription all you have to do is press cancel so easy rocket money takes care of the rest get rid of useless subscriptions with rocket money now go to rocketmoney.com slash bird seriously it could save you hundreds per year that's rocketmoney.com slash bird cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash bird flight this bird is brought to you by athletic greens i use this product every day i get up in the morning i have my coffee in one cup And in the other cup, I have my nice, yummy athletic greens. It tastes really good. Yeah, I tried one of these nutrition products that wasn't athletic greens Mm -hmm. and horrible. (laughs) I have this and it's like a nice little juice in the morning and I love juice. I feel like it's really good for digestion. And for me specifically, I get like a real boost of energy from it. Yeah, it's the best option for easy, optimal nutrition that's out there. You take one scoop of AG1 and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day in the right way. It's awesome because these ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of it. It's all in the one pack. Yeah, and if you're lazy like me, it just makes getting all these things into your body really easy. If I didn't have this, I think my whole day would just be spent trying to find these things and I'll never get any flightless bird made. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash flightless. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash flightless to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Nicole says that even with all that noise, as people blew leaves and grass around willy-nilly, upsetting the pleasantness of Pleasantville, banning leaf blowers still proved difficult. There was a strong contingent at a certain stage that said, this is a discrimination against landscapers, basically. You know, you're telling landscapers how to do their business. And we changed what we proposed, too. Initially, there was a desire just to have a seasonal ban on all leaf blowers, and we got a lot of blowback on that. I would say it divides roughly in half of people who are in favor of legislation and people who are against legislation. And it raises this interesting question, too, of what do you do when even a minority of a community is adversely affected by something? Because the truth is it affects people in different ways. So take the noise sensitivity, for example. We spoke to people who had children who suffered from autism, whose children were particularly disturbed by the noise. For them, it has a much stronger impact. Depending on where you live, it might affect you a certain way, depending on how you work and so on. So if it really doesn't bother a certain amount of the community, but you have, say, a minority that feels that they're quality of life is really affected by it, then what is the role of government? Which just is an interesting question, I think. 
lawns themselves, I think, are a fascinating subject when it comes to this country because we imported it from England. The kind of grass we grow here is not at all designed for even an East Coast climate. It's what they call cool season grasses. It's not like the native grasses we had here at all. And so we have to fuss over them and put such ridiculous amount of work in order to get the grass to survive. It's just a really fascinating phenomenon. I think it's really interesting to think about where it comes from and what we're signifying by having these immaculate lawns in front of our houses. We have our own little castles. And there are people who study this who are interested in, from an anthropological perspective, there are people who speculate that it goes back to Africa. We're sort of naturally attracted to these landscapes in which we can see things from a distance. You know, you could sort of see the predators from afar and things like that, which I find kind of interesting. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can be seduced by a beautiful lawn, too. I get it on a certain level. It's just that I also know what tremendous trouble it is, not that I succeed in maintaining a a nice lawn. But, you know, the pesticides that are required, the mowing, the now blowing in some cases, it's really a phenomenal amount of work. Before I let Nicole return to local body politics, I had one final question about leaf blowers and the changing regulations, laws, motions and resolutions governing their use. What happens if people violate that, if people are just saying, stuff you to the law, I'm going to do what I want, I'm an individual, I have my rights, I'm going to blow these leaves all year long? Technically, what happens is that people can call up either the building department or the police. All right, the police could potentially turn up for this. They could potentially, yeah. It goes first to the building department, and then outside of normal business hours, it goes to the police department. But they can technically call the police at any time. I doubt they're going to be super punitive, especially for a first offense. I think the police should lock people up immediately if they (laughs) flout this law. Lock them up. I thank Nicole for her time and for being the only American political figure brave enough to talk to me about leaf blowers. I sat down and looked out the window at the beautiful country called the United States of America. I took that precious moment to take it all in, knowing that sometime, very soon, and without warning, the tranquility would end. I've ever been so angry in one of these episodes. You've been looking so furious over there. It's made me uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, look, get used to it. If you're going to present information like this, I'm sorry, but my friend Erica had to call Mm. 911 because Mm. there was someone with a gun Mm. out in the parking lot. The line was busy. (laughs) And honest to God, if people are calling the fucking police... About a leaf blower, you can go die. Like, for real. Yeah, I think... I (laughs) I mean, you're tying up the lines where there's a potential mass shooter in Sephora. Mm, Trying to get rid of the leaf. Look, I got to be honest, I tend to agree with you. I find it difficult to argue for the policing of leaf blower use. It's very funny to me. I just think it raises a really fascinating question because I don't really understand how the laws work here, but we've got like a law saying thou must not leaf blow, how that's actually enforced because it's more of an agreement in society that you can't do this thing. Yeah. But ridiculous. I mean, the police are already overreaching. It's ridiculous to think that you can call the cops exactly. in some of these states or cities and complain about a leaf blower. 
it feels like it's like a homeowners association type of thing. Like some mm. of these neighborhoods have rules within mm. the neighborhood about like sound ordinance. Imagine <laughs> just Rikers Island, but just for people that have been blowing too many leaves. These are also people that are just being hired. I don't really have beef with people hired. It's more what I see is the individual has to have their lawn in America so precise because yes. Americans do love their lawns. I think a manicured. bit more than New Zealanders do. Mm-hmm. Have it so manicured and to do that, they're just blowing leaves all day. That's the thing okay, I have a problem but with. Let's talk about the minority piece. Mm. Certain people suffer more from loud noises than others. So that societal thing, right? How do we balance looking after a minority that has sensitive hearing or, but, or reacts oh to God, it I hate with to, the bigger picture? I, I guess I'm gonna upset some people no, here that sound very no, this right is an open wing. discussion that we have to have about these blowers i want to sort it out <laughs> but no this speaks to a, a bigger issue which is how much do we owe mm. everyone mm. for their own personal issues totally i don't know that i owe somebody mm. silence because their ears are too sensitive mm. i think they might need to get earplugs i'm not kidding like I don't have good eyesight, okay? Mm. I'm not expecting everyone else to, like, put their shit closer to me (laughs) so that I can see better. No, I need to deal with my own thing. And the parents need to deal with their kids' stuff without asking other people. Yeah, I love all this stuff. I don't know what the answer is, but this is being in a society, right? It's always balancing up all our wants and needs. I just think this is such a funny way into this topic because it doesn't really like yards don't really matter yeah but they also do yeah and they're sort of entrenched in this country and when i brought up the truman show that's what i remember from that film is the perfect american place has these perfectly manicured lawns and i kind of love and hate how obsessed some people get about their lawns i just think it's a very funny starting point for this conversation right no it is and And i would also love it if everyone did bring everything closer to you (laughs) me too actually I don't remember leaf blowers when I grew up. I'm sure they were there. No, that's the thing. I think they were or they snuck in. But because we're all at work or away from home, we're not hearing them. Pandemic, everyone clocked it because they're like, they're at home all the time. And they're like, oh, my God, they're everywhere. I I think they've always been with us. We've just never noticed until the pandemic. Perhaps. I just wonder if suburban America has less or more. Because we're living in a city. Maybe there's more because city streets have to be cleaned and maintained. Yeah, more people as well. Like more mess, more dust, more things to be blown away. But in LA, there's a minority group that's Mm. often hired here who are doing these jobs. Yeah, it's work for people. It's work that allows people to live here and to have a life and support their families. Yes. And I don't want them to have to pull out a fucking rake. I want them to be able to do their job with ease. Imagine if I went around screaming at every public leaf blower and telling them, stop that, take a rake. (gasps) Yeah, what an asshole I would be. Yeah. Absolutely. That's 100% the other side of it. And also, it's not just a backyard thing. They need to clear massive areas and streets of rubbish, and they should be able to do that in a way that's not going to break their back. My beef, again, is with that personal leaf blower that someone has. They fire it up on a weekend. I'm trying to record my podcast. It's blowing and it's I feel like that's like 5% though of leaf blowers. It's probably the gardener, which they're not just a leaf blower. They're doing a whole bunch of other maintenance. Well, they're keeping everything in like happening. Keeping the world turning. Totally. It's like during, in New Zealand, during the pandemic, you sort of suddenly realized how important all those workers were, which we never think of, like people in the supermarkets and stuff, who just kept people alive. And it was probably the first time in history where people have gone, oh, 
probably quite important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what did we learn? We learned. Okay, so we learned that leaf blowers emit a very low frequency hum, much that akin to a cool. plane taking off. Learned that these single cylinder engines yeah. on gas powered leaf blowers are incredibly bad. Yes. Electric ones much better and on the increase. We like that. Laws are changing to push the gas guzzlers out, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. We learned that Americans are obsessed with our lawn. May go back culturally to wanting a flat space around our homes so that we can see predators approaching and what we're doing. It's our domain, the lawn. Mm-hmm. And you notice that kind of Halloween time in America, don't you? Like lawns just become this fixated thing. Well, yeah, because then people put out their scary cats and their skeletons. Yeah. It's really fun. We also learned that a lot of Americans are pussies <laughs> and can't <laughs> handle a little noise and are a like, oh, my little baby ears, I can't handle it. God. Feels like an attack, but I'll take it. Sam. She called yeah. you American. That's a compliment. That is, you did call me That's American. Right. I, I just actually, went into 100% American I there. I was not talking about you, but I will I think secretly you, you were. Thank you. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. In the context <laughs> of being in America, that's the kindest thing you've ever said, and I just want to acknowledge that. People are going to be mad that I use that word, but I think I'm allowed to because... I'm a woman. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night.